0: And venidos and welcome. Oh, fuck
1: you, I realize now what's happening. I'm being ambushed.
0: 53 of the Jacobin Sports Show. Without a dream All in my heart, oh my God. without <laughs> a love oh. of my own. I'm Matthew Miranda, joined as always by the avatar of Leo de Nice guys finish last, Jonah Birch. <laughs> Jonah Birch, how are you doing on this fabulous? fabulous... I'm not feeling very nice right now. <laughs> if you want to talk some Knicks shit later, you can, but I will absolutely. I, know, I,
1: I don't even care. The Knicks are too low to talk shit about. It doesn't even. It doesn't do anything
0: for me. You know? Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. If okay. if the Celtics had won four of the last five titles. Would you would you rank the Knicks as too low to talk about? So, I, if you don't win a Champions League,
1: or like, then it none of it. I, honestly, it just it it's going to be a failure. So, so Man City can... winning the title by a point again. Uh you know it was it was a depressing ending to what was a very
0: exciting game. I can't wait but to talk about you... that because I don't know where you were like watching the game. I had such a weird eventful unexpected experience with it um okay go ahead save it Save it. i want to get i just want to do our quick intro and then right. we'll, we'll get into all that so um again everybody welcome to the show um matthew miranda joined by jonah Birch. we will be talking today about three different um dramatic races in the epl that came to an end with yesterday's finales the title race uh the race for fourth place and also the resignation races Um, I want to ask Jonah about the NBA playoffs particularly the Celtics um, Miami series which is very hard to follow for me Um, is there a connection between the EPL's top four finish and a significant front office move in the NBA yesterday or this weekend and we want to touch on um, Fred of the pod Dave Zirin today wrote about uh, the Josh Donaldson Tim Anderson um, incident that happened in baseball last week but Um, Before Joan and I get into just full out verbal warfare, I just want to know, first of all, I want to place where you were for the, I want to know what your day was because I did my, my dad, when I was young, watching sports would always like, if a very stressful game was on, he would like not want, he would either not watch it for a while or the moment something went wrong, he would turn away from it. Yeah, that's what my, my father did too. Okay, good. So he does, does. So not right the now. game. I have the game set to tape. I'm all excited. Uh, my my partner finds a restaurant she wants to try out for brunch, and I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It's I'll be back in time. I'm sure city will be up like one or two when I get home. Let me go enjoy breakfast with my family, and then settle into you know this coronation, and I'm at. I'm at brunch and I'm, I'm not checking my phone intentionally, but because I'm a product of the here and now at some point, there's like a dead millisecond. So I check my phone and I see that Villa is up one nil, but I see that Liverpool is tied one-to-one. One. So I'm like, all right, yeah. fine. I so saw it was two nothing. <laughs> I got home right after it was two nothing. I was like, and then I think right when they were down two nothing, I think, or 2-1 is when Liverpool... So, whatever. That's where I was. I'm at a restaurant. It's fine. Then I start freaking out in the restaurant because I'm not home. I'm not in my superstitious seat on the right side of the couch where City Always Wins. Where were you? How were you taking in this experience yesterday? And what did you, in your heart of hearts, think was going to happen? I, I mean, I was at
1: uh, uh, the Liverpool slash Premier League bar in Milwaukee, the greater Milwaukee area. Shout out to the Three Lions in nice. Shorewood. Nice. You know, I'm drinking heavily with a, a, you know, a variety of Liverpool fans. There's a Liverpool, Milwaukee Liverpool supporters club.
0: I believe that. They're so popular everywhere.
1: Well, it is... Uh, uh, let me say this. If is you Milwaukee are... a
0: left-wing city the way Liverpool is? A labor city?
1: It was historically sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, it has a very complicated history, like all cities right. in the United States. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it was run by. It was the a city where socialists were were in office for decades, right, until the nineteen sixties, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. essentially got race baited out of office. I would say, mm-hmm. right, and in the around big fights in the sixties and the seventies. Which, which, as in much of the Midwest, were largely about um, open housing, right? We're about housing segregation, residential mm-hmm. segregation. So there were big fights in Milwaukee and that, uh, I, I would say, you know, my understanding has led to the, the downfall of the kind of socialist tradition. But there was this municipal socialist tradition that lasted into the 70s. I right. mean, into the 60s, excuse me. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: But I, everyone who has some... Vaguely progressive politics. Like, let me say, every this, I think I said this before, every left-wing grad student type who dreams of being part of the international proletariat is a Liverpool supporter because of the politics and the history. Only soulless Borg wannabes would root for a team like Man City. It's unbelievable. I have no idea...
0: Here, so I, I'll I, explain. I honestly, I'm going yeah. yeah. to that point. Um, 2012, you say soulless, you know. 2012, like, are you just
1: rooting for Abu Dhabi Gulf oil money? Is that, that, is that essentially, yeah, I that's believe, your rooting interest here.
0: I believe to my, I'll address that in a second. I believe yeah. this is the fourth title City have won on the last day of the season in the last 10 years. One came down to the last kick. Um, three of them were championships over Liverpool. Um, there was nothing soulless about Aguero. There was nothing soulless about watching Gerard slip and help Chelsea put City ahead in 14. There was nothing soulless about the title race a couple of years ago when they both won like their last 15 games, basically, and it came down to the wire. <clears throat> and this was different, I feel like, also, because in the Aguero year, the first Liverpool title were both years where City had to come back to win the league. A couple of years ago, it wasn't a it was a comeback because remember Liverpool was ahead of them. Um and then City like ran off that streak at the end. And this was the first time that City was the one chased like most of the year by someone else. Um it was a different feeling. Um I mean and and if you want to talk about you know Abu Dhabi, billion find me one aspect of society that i am free to
1: no no i'm saying something else i'm come. saying there is nothing there's no tradition there's no politics there's they're they're not even they don't have uh, like uh some long standing f- i mean they do have long standing fans but of course manchester united yeah, i mean you're literally rooting for a team that was just in, constructed out of thin air invented out of thin air uh by you know Golf, like uh, you know, like uh, okay. by, uh Wait, seriously, by Emirates, Emirati like money. Does Bernie uh, Sanders
0: own Liverpool? Say it again. Does Bernie Sanders own Liverpool? No, but Liverpool. at least
1: there's some. There's a strong connection between the city and the club.
0: But that's the passion, passion that's there. The passion. John Henry has nothing to do with. Liverpool's grand socialist.
1: No, but I'm just saying there there is Manchester City was it literally invented as a top flight club by a uh, you know kajillionaires who were looking for a toy to create and they, so, they created one.
0: Is there only Building one way to machine. rise? What is there only one legitimate way then to rise to power? Is There's Chelsea just no, no identity, identity to the
1: there? club at all? I like I, I, I don't an even identity? understand. Chelsea yeah. doesn't have what? One?
0: Chelsea doesn't have an identity.
1: No. no well. I mean, it has an identity as a a, a team for rich, you know, <laughs> Londoners. I, you know, I, I'm just saying we're all in the United States. We have no, like, there's no, uh, like familial. There's no autobiographical connection that ties us to any one team. So, on the one hand, that limits you mean uh, our out of ability to feel connected. On the other hand. It means we get to choose and I just can't believe you would choose this club as your as the club that you are going to have. but I get it you're not alone
0: well, a couple things a uh, you know. couple things what? Again yeah. which I think I've said on the show before not not as a defense okay. cuz I don't think I need to defend it but I started rooting for City before Abu Dhabi came over. This is back yeah, to yeah. the days when my favorite player was Steven Ireland and Martin Petrov like so there's that United are not a mom and pop shop, neither a Chelsea, neither a Liverpool. Um, I would say that City has a less, particularly outside of England, known identity and tradition because they haven't been in the top flight with the extended runs that Liverpool, Everton, United, they haven't been there the whole time. And once, once, at least I think to Americans, once you're out of the Premier League and certainly the championship, you don't exist. So City has a rich history in the 70s of their teams who won – titles and won the FA cup. And I think won the European cup Um, they have their identity, but obviously everything has been dominated now and saturated by the ownership of the Abu Dhabi group. Um, But then my question then would be, is there a point when, so like the Mets have these asshole owners for a while and then an extremely rich, the richest owner in baseball, not quite the same, but like comparable, the richest owner in baseball takes over my baseball team. He's a venture capitalist. Do I stop rooting for the Mets? Because now it's, no, not...
1: it's not. I mean it's something else, though. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. The point, you know.
0: I Are you yeah. saying there's no joy in city winning because either because of there's a lack of a larger tradition or because it seems like, you know, like they just spend money and they win? So there's no mm-hmm. joy in it?
1: I'm saying that what people are identifying with, most people, let's say, who root Mm -hmm. for Manchester City, who live in the United States, is the success of uh, the very recent success of a club that had a, you're right, it has a history, Mm -hmm. uh, but, but as you said, no one thought twice about you know, they were relegated in the 80s, weren't, you know...
0: Their most famous uh, went before Aguero's goal. Yeah. Their most famous, and this is a team, like you're saying, like they, they have, they're the, I think the big jarring thing with City not only is how recent and, um, what's the word? How recent and how rapid their rise has been, but that it's such a deviation from what their identity was. This is like if the New York Jets became like the dominant power in the NFL. You have city's identity is typical city. They're the only team in the history of the EPL top division to win the league one year and be relegated the next That's yeah. city, That's city. Um, they played Gillingham. I think in 1989, they were about to be relegated out of league one and they were down two goals with like five. It was very much like they were down two goals with like five minutes left. They tied it. They went on to win. That's the only reason I didn't get relegated and probably would not be around in our minds at all if that had happened. That was their identity forever. Um, I can't think in American sports. I'm trying to think of one. Maybe now. I can't think of an American correlation to a team that is just known for being slipping on banana peels. Going from that to they look down on Chelsea. Chelsea is leagues below them. United's nowhere even in the radar. Liverpool has had as good a run the last five years as probably any English team ever, and they have one. They have one league title to show for it. That has to be very weird. Like I can't imagine a, a, an American correlation to that. Maybe because in American sports they're are all salary caps besides baseball, so you can't do that. You can't do it. I look. You don't have to defend yourself to me. No, I feel. Um, I, I feel this is cathartic. I feel I, good, I, but I
1: just don't. Like I feel like I'm, you know. Anyway,
0: this is more than a sports loss for you. You find this to be culturally disappointing.
1: No, no, no. I just don't. It doesn't. I don't get the. uh, I don't get the appeal. I I don't like. I. I don't get the um, uh, attraction. Let me ask you this.
0: I don't root for Liverpool. I very much enjoy watching them play. Just stylistically, I like watching them play. Do you find City enjoyable to watch play or no?
1: Of course, of course. I mean, yeah. Why, why does uh, Gabriel Jesus always look like he's like in a horror movie or something? There's something he does with his eyebrows where he looks like he's throwing his brow all the time? That's, uh, yes, yes,
0: he does. Well, I think he's still confused because he was brought in to be Aguero's replacement and that's not happening, clearly, no. after many, many years. Wonderful uh, player. I, it, there's... There, of course, I, I the 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 football is incredible,
1: and they are incredible players. Uh, and you know, De Bruyne is n- n- possibly the best midfielder in the world. Uh, you know, um, I, I find it difficult to root for some of some of the players. That's I fair. mean, Jack Grealish is easy to root against. <laughs> I would say there
0: seems to be a lot of that going around. Yeah,
1: like, like you know, easy to dislike him right right, uh, and um you know of of course, the team was um more likable during the you know peak aguero years, um and yeah, um but uh football is really amazing
0: um it's yeah. it's it's funny to me because the e p l is to me to a sickening degree always like gushing about the drama. And, the, you know, the best league. In the, but, like, yesterday was crazy. So, you're watching the Liverpool game. Liverpool fell behind fairly early. Um, were you worried down a goal? Or was it early enough that you were like... Because from, oh, from a city no, fan, I was worried, worried. Liverpool seems like an inevitability. Like, they are like the horror movie. They're always going to come back. So, when I saw they were down, it meant... It really meant nothing. Were you nervous? Or were you like, all right, it's time.
1: No, I was nervous at how long into the second half it stayed even, you know. Yeah, okay. It stayed 1-1. And I, I, you know, whenever, there were a couple chances that Villa missed, and I was like, well, you have to, it was so obvious that they had to hit every single chance to, you know, Mm -hmm. like, of course, anyway, similarly, I thought it was inevitable that Man City would come back. Now, I got to say, Pep can win all the Premier League titles he wants.
0: He seems to If he doesn't though. win
1: a European cup, it's a, it's it's a blot on well, I mean with with <laughs> City.
0: Bl- okay. How what is the currency exchange for four Premier League championships versus one Champions League?
1: It's all contextual. It's all yeah. contextual. Yeah. In this case, with this roster and this financial backing, mm-hmm. if Pep doesn't win a European title with Man City, it will be a failure. a, di- a uh, An
0: epic failure. I epic, would say. Epic. epic. You mean epic he doesn't failure. win one like, at all with them? If he never wins yeah. one. Yeah. If he
1: never wins one.
0: Yep. If Liverpool lose to Madrid, is this a good season for them?
1: I mean, they've won two
0: trophies. Uh, is it a good season? But they're like lowercase trophies. That's true. But like, um, I love City. I'm not going to brag about like to city, there's really... FA Cup is nice to like lord over you know United or whatever, but
1: if well, the they beat Chelsea they twice win. in finals, but I you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's
1: true that's true, but I mean will you the just, FA
0: Cup in, has some historical currency and absolutely it, it does. I'm not trying to shit on the FA Cup. I'm just saying that when you go into the season, are you Klopp has all- now won every trophy
1: possible. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. Liverpool, right? You now know, and will be sure. there.
0: He extended. Didn't he extend now to like? 20, yeah, yeah. People are 26? very excited about that. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, yeah. As did his top, his top assistants. So I mean, okay. it means that the the club has a very bright future. You know, um, very bright. But if, if they um, lose to
0: Madrid, to you is, is this season
1: like a disappointment? No, it's not. A, the season isn't a failure, but. I mean, they gotta. It would be very important for the club to win this, win this yeah. one. And you know, I'm nervous now. I mean, Thiago is hurt. It's not clear what his status is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume Van Dijk and Salah are going to play. You know, but um, is that game next yeah, week or? Yeah, twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, it was painful Sunday morning. I was so
0: angry afterwards when Liverpool went up were City winning yet or was it still tied I you think know? City City had gone ahead when you saw did you see the Coutinho goal yes it was beautiful that, it was, I was watching both oh, screens at this point were you? okay okay that was beautiful I love Coutinho I've always loved him um yeah. that goal was stunning it hurt but it was stunning it was um, a great
1: goal it really helped he really helped Liverpool when he was there and then when he left it was great Yes. You know?
0: I mean, did they you, used
1: the money from Coutinho going to uh, Barcelona to to get Van Dijk, right? Among others. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, worked out. Well. When
0: you I saw think. City were down to nothing, did you feel? I still like- knew
1: they were going to come back. Did you? Yeah, I think everyone was pretty, like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we were. People were there was hope, but it was. I, it was a fleeting hope. It's just funny to it hear. It, really, it would have been nicer if Liverpool
0: were up while City were down, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It, it's amazing to me. It's just funny to hear that because I don't think about what people think of City, but all season, like, I'm always convinced Liverpool is going to win every single game. If they're down two with five minutes left, I'm convinced they'll draw. Like, yep. it's a really I, – I haven't – followed the Premier League as long as a lot of people, but I've never seen a stretch of like for most of for the first half of City's run, one thing that was striking to me was that none of their competitors really remained. Like when it when City began, United was and United was like the big rival and now they're completely gone. And there was that, you know, Leicester had a year and Chelsea's had years, but no one really like was on that level. And Liverpool is it's the, they're the only team that I think about. They're the only team that scare me. They're the right. only team that it's, it's, I, I, apart from all the shit talk and like whatever, I can't remember it. myself as a fan because my teams usually suck. A stretch of time where like my team had a rival and they're both this good for this long. Yeah, I mean,
1: they're great. They're great yeah. and they're so close. They are. I mean, it's another one, one point. Yep. You know, I, I, I honestly, if, the um i mean it's funny like if you go back if you look at the point totals from like let's say the Arsenal invincible season
0: i know it's like uh, nothing
1: yeah i mean i think what did they have did they have uh did they 20, end with
0: 87 points it's like mid to high 80s, 80s i think 2004 i think were the yeah. arsenal yeah
1: 2003 right um yeah, so I mean, and now they're regularly these teams are in the nineties. It's not enough.
0: Did Liverpool have ninety eight or something the year that City beat them before? Had, yeah, ninety eight or ninety nine. Or that's insanity. Yeah, I know. Anyway, well, props to your team for another. I respect that. I I love watching them. I don't hate them at all. I love like there was an article in the Telegraph yeah. lamenting that there's not enough bad blood between City and Liverpool. I don't feel that way at all. They respect each other. They obviously push each other. I, to me, it's it's exactly the height of what you would want sports to be. I don't need my teams to hate each other. Um Particularly, I, just, I don't know if this seems like a stretch, but I I don't I am I like the fact that athletes today I think in general see themselves as comrades and employees rather than taking the lead from the owners and like pretending that like I, I love the whole vibe between them. I, I love that Klopp and Guardiola respect each other as much as they do. It never diminishes it for me that they're not, you know, kicking each other and breaking out in brawls and shit. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, yes. Yep.
1: I, you know, I don't think the, I, I think the, there's a lot of dislike from the
0: Liverpool fans for City, but and, yeah. yeah,
1: it's not the same. It's not the same
0: as other. No. no. When you win four out of five, maybe we'll have a reason to dislike you. But moving on to some of the other—oh my issues. god,
1: you can't <laughs> end
0: with that, you
1: know? <laughs> we, you know, win I'm a sorry. European title and then—I'm sorry, and then it was there, it. it
0: was there, and I took it. Um, uh-huh. Other, other interesting storylines from yesterday. This, ah, uh, they were not the only two teams playing. Um, perhaps shocking, no one. Arsenal, being Arsenal, um, was in prime position with two games to go maybe even three games to go to finish top four. And as we know, that did not happen. Are you ever at a point where you pity Arsenal or is it just straight up comedy? Because I kind of uh, like Arsenal, but this is to me getting to be like a kind of absurd. Um.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I, it's, I, I almost feel bad for Arsenal fans, but then I don't. Uh, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, that was ridiculous. Um, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they really collapsed down the stretch. I don't know what else to say. Like, Tottenham are a better run; they're a better managed club right now. They, and they keep; Con- they better keep, Conte. better keep Conte. Yeah, he's done a great. He's been great, you know. After the Jose Mourinho experience. Well, remember uh, who could have
0: had Antonio Conte and didn't get him? Manchester United. Yeah. So talk about that whole thing's years funny years. because Tottenham does not strike me. <laughs> Tottenham seems to be a team that is kind of renowned for fucking up, also, and yet, yeah, Arsenal just out fucks Tottenham easily, easily. Um, I just, I would like Arsene Wenger at some point to get a nice letter of apology in the mail from everybody who insisted that he had to go because he was the problem and he was outdated. It's not that easy, necessarily, no, to, to do what it. Isn't. It isn't. And then the relegation. Third spot also came down to the very end, and poor Burnley. I'm happy Leeds is up. No, Burnley deserves it, honestly. (laughs) You go, and then I'll – I don't mean poor Burnley. I mean poor Burnley fans because on top of the relegation, I don't quite get all of this yet, but I think Burnley took out like a $65 million loan that they desperately needed, and even if they had stayed up, they would have been in financial – but getting relegated, like it sounds like Burnley is going to be maybe one of those teams that like drops like Portsmouth and then like you just don't see them again. Um, they're yeah. in trouble. They're in big financial trouble. I'm glad Leeds stayed up, except I still think it's bullshit that they fired Bielsa. Um, but I would rather have Leeds. Well, what about Leeds Burnley Leeds firing up? Sean, Sean Dyche, you know. Also, I mean, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a competition to me to see which sport has become the most absurd about how quickly they will fire people. Soccer is right at the top of the list. Like, yeah, I mean, also sure. was a folk hero coming into this season, and then he's, he's canned like he's the problem. Um, uh, very, very strange. Very, very strange. Yeah. Well, Joe, let's switch to a happier subject for you. In one of the strangest conference finals I can remember seeing, the Heat and the Celtics take turns just whacking the crap out of each other. Um, Boston got blown out at home right from the jump in game three, but then came back right in game four and blew out the heat. Um, Both teams are banged up. Both teams are dealing with players out or players with injuries. I got to say, I I don't think it's that strange.
1: And let me me tell you why. Okay. When the Celtics have had Al Horford and Rob Williams playing together, they've Mm. won, I would say, dominantly both games, right? That is a different front court when they have those two. When – if Dan, if Daniel Tice has to play in this series, then the Heat are going to win. It becomes a completely different series. Mm. Like, if Daniel Tice is is playing and you're relying on Grant Williams, right, to like, uh, then it becomes a different series. Whereas the Al Rob uh, combo forces the Heat to become a, a, a team that shoots contested jump shots all game, mm-hmm. right? Totally changes the, the the game, and it seems to me that that's that's the secret to the series, right? Hmm. If Jimmy Butler and or Bam Adebayo can bully the the Celtics down low, then the Celtics are fucked, you know. Yeah. And when yeah, they yeah. when they can't, then the Celtics look really dominant. That's what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that defensive performance last night was incredible. Now the Heat were well, missing the shots here. That was crazy. But they 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 were they weren't getting good shots, you know. Um anyway. I mean the Celtics
0: yeah. weren't scorching the nets, but the heat No, not at all. That the was the Celtics ir- were shooting terribly. I don't know yeah. if you want to hear this. This it reminded me very much of the nineties Knicks, where the nineties Knicks would be shooting like thirty-nine percent, but they'd be up like eighteen because they just smothered the other team. Like just absolutely. And that's what last night seemed like. Like the Celtics just the Heat were never, ever, ever. You could give them ten quarters. They weren't gonna come back and win that game. Who's our Anthony Mason? That's what I wanna know.
1: Who's our smart?
0: Know? Marcus Smart. Wow. Wow. He's also your John Starks. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> And he, might, be, like he might also be your Charles Oakley. He's a lot.
1: He's, a <laughs> lot. He's, he's wearing a lot of hats.
0: He is. I love that, dude. Um, so um, you feel what, you feel good going into the last – you feel good at 2-2. No, no, not at all. Are you kidding? Oh, okay. Wait, so what's the status of Williams and Horford now? Mm-hmm. Is, is Williams back and, like, okay, he's healthy and established, or are they just – they have him out there because they need him out there? I. It, he's the, – the question is <clears> – <throat> look,
1: he's already missed – two games in the series the 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 problem is that the playing every two days hurts the Celtics more than it hurts the Heat I think and I say that not to make ex- like excuses or um in some ways the Heat have better better depth they can more withstand now I mean of course Tyler Hero being out last night yes. was a major blow to them right but if Rob Williams misses this game on Wednesday, because his knee is sore and he needs to rest it, mm-hmm. the Celtics are probably screwed. Is what I would say. They is really your- cannot take any Daniel Tice minutes. Bam Adebayo looks at Daniel Tice like a like a piece of raw meat. Like he's like I don't. He's just like a a, a wounded Daniel Tice is like a wounded German elk like you know <laughs> and teams
0: <laughs> I think Daniel Tice is calling
1: yeah like <laughs> teams are um yeah they're they they, they are just they're 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 going to dominate him um anyway You're i know, true series... like the fact that
0: Bam Adebayo never takes more than like eight shots in a game and he was he was hunting. I think in game was it game three when he had the, the big explosion? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah. was hunting in that game. Um are Butler and Hero both playing game five as far as I don't know. know. I don't know. Okay. I mean I assume a butler isn't gonna miss a
1: game. Is Marcus Smart did you see how badly Marcus Smart got hurt in game three? I mean that was I not a – I I did
0: I, I read it, but I didn't see what actually happened to him. Is it his foot he, again? He turned his ankle, it was really bad. It looked really bad, you know. That guy so... has taken a lot of shots in these playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes you think Marcus Smart kind of exaggerates, and he's like, and then sometimes you're like, "Wow, Marcus Smart really gets the shit beaten out of him all the time, yeah. and he he limps through it." Uh, I, this is this series is a bloodbath. It's funny because, and I know people don't want to hear this, uh, but I don't actually think Miami is that talented a team. Like, nope. like, look, Bam is Bam. I feel like is a star, although, but. Again, when he's been when it's been Rob and Al and Grant Horford, uh, he has not been able to 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 do a ton. Uh, Jimmy Butler obviously is a
0: he's a playoff superstar.
1: superstar. He's a playoff superstar. He really is. Uh, Kyle Lowry did not have a good game last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and was hurt the first couple games of the the, the series. Tyler Hero can go off. But, you know, can also be picked on a little bit. Max Strews yes. can definitely be picked on defensively. Former Celtic
0: looking. Max Strews.
1: Yep. You know, they, they, they cut him for, um, what's his name? For uh, Tatum's Tatum's boy, who's now on the Bulls. Um, What the hell is his name? Oh, my God. This is absolutely going to kill me. Uh, I'm going to look this up. Javante Green. They cut him for Javante oh, Green. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they picked Javante Green over him. Which yep. was clearly a mistake. I mean, you'll I always have that. you'll always
0: have Javon Tanger.
1: Yep. I, you know, Dwayne Deadman, talk about someone who, but you know, the opponents look at and and just smack their lips. Like, <laughs> I mean, Dwayne Deadman minutes in, the, he's just a disaster in this series, right? Yeah. For Miami, he he can he can't play against the Celtics team. No, he can't.
0: I feel and, like a lot you know, of the this feels to me like the next three games. <clears throat> you're basically you're gonna see seven or eight guys for each team, and that's it. Cause there's a lot I mean, of guys. DJ
1: Tucker was great the yeah. other
0: night, but yeah. He's he I agree with I, I feel the same way you do, and it's worked against me. I don't think of the Heat as being that talented. And then like I had the Heat losing to the Sixers. Nope. Um I had Boston beating them because I think Boston is fairly deep when they're healthy and much more talented. Um, the hallmark of the non-LeBron Miami team since Riley got there, um, besides losing to the Knicks in the 90s, is that they're always more, you know, greater than the sum of their part. Like, Jimmy Butler in the regular season is like, he's fine. He's not, he's fine. Yeah. And Adebayo is, I think, like you said, he's good, but, like, I think he dominates lesser competition and doesn't, I mean, he's still young, so we'll see. But, yeah, I would think if the Celtics are, Remotely, particularly as you're saying with Williams and Horford. What a great – that Horford trade, man.
1: I, I I don't know what to say. I love Al Horford. I mean, Boston fans love, love – love Al, Al Horford. Love Al Horford. By the way, it's so funny to think back uh, because when he was on Atlanta, I mean, you know, the Celtics and Hawks had some – Yes, they did. Series, and particularly when they – in 2008 – the first round series against the Hawks, which went seven games. And that was a team with, I think Mike Bibby was on that team, but the most annoying guy uh, on that team, yeah, was Zaza Pachulia. (laughs) Go watch the interview with Zaza after the Hawks game six home win over that Celtics team. I feel like I remember that. It was never easy. Nothing is easy. (laughs) It's amazing. He really does. He sounds like a... Uh uh non steroid Ivan Drago. It's just incredible. <laughs> uh anyway, but Al Horford, you know, people didn't whatever. He was an he was an, an opponent, right? But he is just beloved. And particularly the whole experience where he went to the Sixers, it was a disaster. Mm-hmm. They dumped him. Mm-hmm. Then he he's he's desperate to come back to the Celtics. He comes back and he just is uh he's an incredible basketball player. Perfect I love watching team. that
0: guy play. I loved I, watching that guy play his whole career. A great teammate uh,
1: you know, if they win a
0: title, I want to ask you this if the Celtics win a title this year, yeah, how many players on this team, presuming nothing wild happens in the future, are already guaranteed to have their number retired Well al Horford
1: I was just thinking about that
0: will Al Horford have his number retired if they win this year with his contribution?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, at some point, this the team literally is going to run out of They're numbers. Out of numbers yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: they just, you know, I don't know if people uh, they know the story of uh, what's his name, Jim Luskatov. Uh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, so there is a name in the the uh, Celtics ra- uh, in the the banner, right? The yeah. retired numbers uh, that just says, uh, is it? is I this is embarrassing uh uh Loski Loski and okay. yeah so if you look if you look at the retired numbers banner it's 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 neck between like 1 and 16 and 19 and 17 and 18 it just says Loski
0: okay. uh
1: because he wasn't good enough cuz red loved him and he was like a glue guy on those very early Celtics teams okay. but he wasn't good enough to like have his actual number <laughs> retired, so it says. Did the guy have a number or no? Yeah, I think he was eighteen. But what he did they retire 18? his number? That seems like an insult. I think it, it eighteen uh, is was later retired. Oh, for uh, let me. Is that JoJo White eighteen? No, Cowens. It was Cowens. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I guess Cowens yeah. might be better than Laskey.
1: Yeah, Cowens is definitely better. I mean, Collins is a, is a yeah. Hall of Fame player, right? Mm-hmm. Great battles with the Knicks, by the way. Yes. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. JoJo um, well, jo White is, is what ten? Was he ten? Yeah. For JoJo jo White, the number 10. that started with a one. Okay.
0: Uh, Jason Tatum gets his number retired. Do the Celtics retire? Now? This doesn't happen a lot, but do the Celtics retire the numbers of people who win one title with them? Because other than the '08 team. I can't think of any Celtics teams that only won one title. Um, uh, I don't know if it's happened
1: before one title and maybe the first title was it someone. Uh, I I can't, I don't know. Um, it, you know, it's all about the connection. Like KG, people just love KG
0: in, in Boston, you know, are him I mean, and Pierce the him. only two that have had their numbers retired so far from that team. Yes. Okay. Yep. You suspect Rondo will?
1: No, I don't think he will. No. What not, about? Why not Rondo? I loved Rondo. Too. He. He. It was too early. He. He. Too much of his career was spent elsewhere, okay. and it, they never won a title with as his team, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I think he was the best player on the team in eleven and twelve. A lot of those nights. Yeah. 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 Um. God Rondo with the the current legal problems, it's not good. Did you see? No. Him? he pulled the gun on supposedly, allegedly.
0: I heard that. He's, yeah, he's had a few. There was yeah. I he's had a few incidents that have been concerning in the I, last year or two.
1: Not good. Not good.
0: Ray Allen um, going to get his number retired? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I don't. I. Because uh, of how he left, or because he wasn't didn't have enough of a Celtic run to do it.
1: Well, he was. Um, was he 20 on the Celtics? Yeah. I think so. Uh, I I might be wrong. Yeah, um, because of how he left and mm. um, yeah, because of how the whole thing went down, I think.
0: I yeah. mean, I don't know.
1: Who knows? Now there's a whole, like, the push to bring them back together. I, I don't even give I I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> they did and, what they did. Like, <laughs> I mean, Tatum and Brown, it totally depends on not just how this year goes, but on right. how the next, you know, bunch of years go. So, yeah, but that's a possibility, right? Um, just, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, what What about the other series? Have you watched any of the other series? I have
0: Yeah, I have. Um, I'm I'm happy. I was rooting for Golden State. Just I, they're t- they're not to bring it back to city before. Like I love watching them play um i love their style of play when they brought in durant i wasn't at all bothered like i wanted to see the best basketball yeah. i can see they're kicking the shit out. Of that. i think i hate dallas but i'll be fair to them um this is a mavericks team that has done everything they can do this year they're not losing because of a systemic problem or because someone in the series needs to be sca- like they don't have it they don't have they have burned out um reggie bullock and Brunson and Finney Smith have played in the playoffs. Bullock has run more miles than anyone else in the playoffs. Brunson and Finney Smith are also top five. They've burned out all their wings, and that's how they got here. Yeah. But, like, they just – this Mavericks team, they're an A+. plus. They've done everything this year they can do. They just do not have the horses um, to run around with Golden State to match up with at the wing. They don't have it. So – it's really a matter of um, even you, if you saw after game three, when they were interviewing Steph Curry, Steph Curry, I, I couldn't believe he said this, but I think he's so confident he, he can say it. He said like that since they're up three, no, they can come into game four, like it's house money. You don't normally want your team saying that I feel like in a playoff series, but that That's shows right. you, I think Golden State doesn't tend to slip up like that. And I think you see it in Lucas body language in game three, Looked to me like someone who knew like I can do everything that I can do. It's not going to, it's not going to beat this team. No, um, no, and you—you love... and you were
1: calling it. I mean, I, you know, I thought Dallas had figured something out, and, um, and you know, maybe I, I guess they had against
0: against almost what, any other team, they they would have a shot. But they—I mean, just it's can't. been
1: so impressive to watch Golden State what they're doing in this series.
0: Yeah, I uh, really,
1: it's, it's just really—I—I I, I don't know what else to say. Like, I didn't think they had this level of defensive ability still uh like you know yeah um i and i didn't think they could turn it on like this but they you know clearly i i underestimated you know i i, I thought clay after 2 years off would be more of a liability this year than mm-hmm. he's been you know mm-hmm. he's not the same player quite but he's you know he's pretty good. he's They're still pretty good yeah and just and they've they've figured a lot of stuff i thought the wiggins piece wasn't working wasn't gonna work but and i you know
0: wrong 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 it's Um, amazing to me how much they've i think i think you have to also acknowledge that it's been a benefit for them to have two years of not i don't even think they made the playoffs the last two years because it gives their legs a break They've done a wonderful job of rebuilding on the fly, making all these great moves, like uh, Jordan Poole developing him. Andrew Wiggins, if that Andrew Wiggins, trade that's astonishing. If you went back in time and remember, they traded D'Angelo Russell for Andrew Wiggins, who at that point was just a max contract joke. They got lottery picks from the team. They got Wiggins, Kuminga, and someone else for D'Angelo Russell. Um, and I mean, Andrew Wiggins right now looks like that great example of like, you know what, he, he may not be ever a franchise player, but like, there's a reason that dude went number one. And when you put that guy with his talent and athleticism in a system where he just has a very defined role, he looks awesome. Yeah. I I love watching him play now. Yep. Um, yeah, I I would, I would, I would, to a million degrees rather see the Celtics play the Warriors than the Heat. I have no interest. I feel like the Heat will get blown off the floor in like maybe five games, but I feel like the Celtics play the Warriors well and they have, you're not going to beat Golden State holding them to 90 points. Like you have to score and the Celtics can. Um, And with Brown and Tatum, especially as wings, I think they could make that a really good series if they met up. It would be fun. It'd be yeah. fun.
1: The Celtics are going to, I mean, it, anyway, whoever comes out of the East is, is going to come out bruised. So, you yep. know,
0: that's the thing. Golden State might have like a week off before those teams. figure So I hope, I hope the Celtics win the next two. Yeah. Um, and Dallas wins one just to get them more on an even, an even rest period when they meet up. Yep. Um, so here's a random possible NBA EPL connection. So, We talked about Arsenal blowing um, the shot at fourth. So by playing in the Europa League, I don't know how much it cost them. And obviously Arsenal has a lot of money, but they're going to lose a lot of money by not getting to the Champions League. The big story out of the NBA this weekend in front office intrigue was uh, Stan Kroenke's other team, the Denver Nuggets, losing Tim Connolly, their president of basketball operations, to the Timberwolves, um, who under their new ownership of some dude and Alex Rodriguez... Um, gave Connolly a, a five-year, $40 million deal. He gets a piece of ownership. It's a it's an unprecedented front office deal. Um, I really feel for fans of the Denver Nuggets because first this season, none of their games were televised because of some stupid cable dispute. Like Denver fans could not watch their team unless they were on national TV. And now your elite, like industry-recognized elite leader is gone because your billionaire owner doesn't want to pay him a little bit more. Um, props to the Timberwolves. They're clearly on the rise and I'm happy to see it. Um, Sad cranky, man. This guy seems like a fuck up in like every, every, somehow everything he's involved with, he seems to come out on the, the end of, of pissing off the fans somehow. I know Arsenal yeah. fans are not fans of his. Um, he's lucky the Avalanche are still doing well, but I don't see how you're the Denver Nuggets at this at this juncture where you've got your most talented team, probably ever, when you're healthy, yep. and you're just I, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, to a to a division it. rival, I don't get it. Um yep. this is really just me saying I'm sorry, Denver Nuggets fans. That's um right? uh, a la- maybe our last thing, unless uh something else pops up. In the world of Major League Baseball, an interesting story, both for how it's been presented and the actual story itself. Um, The New York Yankees were playing the White Sox. And apparently, Yankee third baseman Josh Donaldson was talking to or at uh, Tim Anderson of the White Sox. And he called him Jackie. I can't remember the actual quote, um, but I'm pretty sure he called him Jackie Anderson was very offended, feeling that this was a reference to Jackie Robinson. Um, Donaldson, it definitely
1: was. I mean, of course it as was. As I said, that, I'm like, wait, he it was it was a he, reference to it Jackie Robinson.
0: He said it was. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Even Donaldson acknowledged. Donaldson's defense is that Connell, Anderson, I think, in an interview, said something about maybe him being a new Jackie Robinson or the next Jackie Robinson. So Donaldson was referencing that. Um, Anderson did not seem to accept that. Um, Josh Donaldson has been suspended for one game by Major League Baseball. Um, I haven't read it yet. I know a friend of the pod, Dave Zirin, wrote a piece about it today. Um, and it's it's an interesting premise that the fact that you can potentially use Jackie Robinson's name as a slur or a put down in 2022 tells you kind of all you need to know about baseball and race relations. But do you buy Donaldson's defense? And if so, does it matter?
1: Um uh so he said it was it was quote an inside joke. Do I buy that? Of course I don't. I mean that's absurd. <laughs> of of course it's a, a slur, a racist slur. Yeah. Do I buy that he remembers Tim Anderson referring to himself as comparable somehow to Jackie Robinson and took that out of context and used that again? Yes, I buy that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely. uh
1: you know, clearly it's something that's been on his mind.
0: For, seems, uh, why does Josh Donaldson feel like he has to defend Jackie Robinson's name? But
1: that's not even... He's like... Basically the implication is that Tim Anderson is like too big for his britches or something, right? Like, Which is like, such
0: like, classic racist baseball dog whistling.
1: But it's also like... Really? <laughs> <laughs> It's, oh so God, I, it's, it's so absurd.
0: It's so absurd.
1: So, so racist. That is, is so racist.
0: And you got caught, and your defense is like, well, he oh said it God. first.
1: Well, I, I don't even know what to say. It's so racist. So Yes.
0: Yeah. Our racist of the week is, is Josh Donaldson. Yes, um,
1: that is so racist.
0: And I'm okay. going to say this. I know we have some listeners who think I'm unfair to the Yankees, so you can add this to the list. No, I'm not going to say that because baseball has racism everywhere. I don't find it surprising that Josh Donaldson in particular would get involved in this kind of an incident. Um, but this is, like I said, this is this is baseball. I think that's probably what Zyron is getting at. Um, this is calling Pedro a headhunter and calling Roger Clemens, you know, good old-fashioned country hardball. This is talking about playing the game the right way. This is talking about unwritten rules. This is what baseball does. Um, and if you think Josh Donaldson thought that Tim Anderson was going to appreciate the inside joke that he was making, I don't. Uh, you need to go. You need to go think some more. Um, I was shocked that he didn't just take his medicine. I'm not. Sh- I, I shouldn't say that's the wrong way of saying it. I'm not shocked that he didn't just immediately apologize or take whatever. But doubling down and trying to act like, yeah, I said it, but I didn't mean what everyone knows I meant was just like, I I can't get my head around it, but there's something to me about the Yankees still being a franchise that don't let people grow facial hair and still have players saying this kind of shit. And I know it's not a Yankee thing to have racist baseball players at all. Please know that. Not saying that at all. Um I don't even know what I'm saying. I'll just stop. I don't know what I'm saying about this anymore. I don't know what the fuck is with baseball. I don't know what the fuck is with baseball that this, the the thing that strikes and hurts me the most is that clearly Josh Donaldson, for some reason, felt comfortable doing this, which tells you what the culture must still be like in play. He didn't do this, you know, because he wants to get kicked off the team or something. He did it because he thought it was fine. Yeah. That's I don't even know, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else? John, anything else going on in the world of sports that you would like to explore or dive into?
1: Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, that's I think that yeah.
0: That's uh, it for this week's episode. Then, um, let the people know that your your co your hosts will both be in the New York City metropolitan area soon. So yeah. if you want to buy us a drink. Um, help us find housing, whatever you want to do. We will be in New York City <laughs> coming up in about an, in a couple weeks to about a month for each of us. So, we awesome. may even be able to do a live podcast, which would be very be exciting because be I have only had the glory of Jonah Birch in my life confined to a little box on my screen. A little box. And I feel like it's like seeing Yah- like Yahweh. Like, maybe you're not <laughs> able to handle it live, but I'm going to try to. So, um, everybody, thank you as always for joining us. This is episode 53 of Sports Show. Um, remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Jackaman Sports. Email us um, any thoughts you have at Jackaman Sports at gmail.com. Inbox getting a little cold and lonely of late, so please, even if you just want to write us a haiku or tell us something sweet about yourself, please write to us. Um, yeah, that's all. Um, that's all, everybody. Take care, peace, we will see you next time.